Hi, hello. So I guess this is my first podcast. If you are listening to this, hello. How are you feeling today? Um, yeah, so my name is Darlene. I have been running an Instagram account called Growing to Be Me for I think around a year now. Um, I have been facilitating women's circles since um, last year. I'm currently holding them online. Um, but yeah, I just had this sudden impulse to do a podcast, um, which I never thought I'd really do. Um, but I don't know, there's just something that drew me towards it and I just couldn't ignore it anymore, even though for so long I just didn't feel like I should be doing this. Um, here I am. So yeah, um, so... I guess I want to take the chance to truly kind of tell you about myself and tell you where I've come from and how I am here now. Um, because I realize, especially, you know, like I do have a YouTube channel that I recently, you know, dedicated to growing to be me and I have an account. I don't actually... Well, I share thoughts and feelings, but I don't actually share a lot about my actual experience in life. So, you know, um, this is scary, obviously, to share such a personal thing with you out there. But I also think that um, there's certain things of my life that may open up conversation that, you know, may make certain people feel less alone so that's kind of my aim with this is to share things with you that maybe I would usually just share with friends um but things that may resonate with you things that you want to speak to me about and please feel free to message me if you really feel called to or you want to know more about something or you just want to tell me that this resonates with you please do um you are absolutely more than welcome to um, but yeah, <laughs> so here we are. If you got, um, a hot drink, um, that's great. If you don't, maybe go grab yourself one. I have no clue how long this is gonna take. It could be very short, it could be quite lengthy. So <laughs> this is the first time I'm doing this. I've got nothing prepared, absolutely zero. I literally was just outside reading and had this impulse to just do it now. And I just ran inside and just sat I'm literally sat on the floor and just recording this on my phone because why the hell not? <laughs> so yeah, um, let me just check if I'm still recording. Yes, I am. Okay. So, um, so like I said, my name is Darlene. Um, I was born in Germany on the 8th of August, 96. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm originally from Germany and Bremen. Um, all around from Bremen. My whole family is German. But when I was six years old, we decided to move to Portugal. So I grew up in a teeny tiny little countryside <laughs> village um, in central Portugal, which um, I am so grateful for. I am so, so grateful for my, for my childhood. I'm so grateful that my parents made that move. Honestly, like they are such an inspiration to me. Um, and a lot of the things that I do and a lot of the things that I put, in, that I kind of get myself into is with inspiration of, um, 
what my parents have kind of installed in me. I feel like they've kind of installed in me this idea that I can do pretty much anything, which is also great. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and um, I grew up um, there. I lived there for 12 years. I did my whole school there. But, um, yeah, so I spoke German at home. Um, uh, but I was obviously growing up in Portugal, so I was also speaking Portuguese. Um, and... I moved out when I was 18, um, and I moved to the UK, so I moved by myself um, to the north of England, to Sheffield, actually, that's where I started out, um, and this move was inspired by a lot of things. Um, when I was 10 years old, I was already telling my parents that I wanted to move, um, that I didn't want to stay in Portugal. And you may wonder, why? Why would anyone want to leave such a beautiful country? Um, well, if you're not from there. Um, Portugal is gorgeous. The, the country is absolutely gorgeous. Um, but I just never felt connected to the society there. I just never felt connected. Um, growing up, I felt like... Um, and I'm sure a lot of you listening to this may have felt the same way, but I always felt like quite a bit of an insider, uh, outsider, sorry, um, quite a bit like an outsider. I actually had quite a few bad experiences with some friendships. Um, uh, <laughs> um, I actually had quite a few bad experiences with some friendships growing up as well, which um, kind of made me into this very shy, small little girl kind of thing um so yeah a lot of things that happened there um especially throughout my teen years just kind of led to me feeling very disconnected from everything including my family um from people I always felt like I just didn't really belong there um the way that people thought didn't really you know, it didn't really align with what I believed in, even though I didn't really know what I believed in at the time. I just always thought that um, there had to be a place where people were like, kind of like me. <laughs> so I actually um, was traveling to the UK. Um, I think in the last two years that I lived in Portugal, I was traveling to the UK. Um, like, I think I came here three times, around three times to the north of England. Um because of my ex-partner at the time um so I yeah I traveled here a few times and I noticed that people just seemed to align slightly more with me and what I believed in and especially in terms of like being polite to people how to treat people um I just found it easier to talk to people I don't know it's like a weird thing um uh, <laughs> but yeah so I I just could relate a little bit more. So when it came to, um, well, when I finished high school, I was supposed to go to university in Portugal, but that didn't quite work out um, due to some very funny reasons. Um, basically, uh, if you're if you're from the, um, the UK, I don't know in which other countries they do this, but when you go to university, you write like a personal statement. Um, and if you're like applying to like a creative course, you probably have to give in like a portfolio. So, okay, I was applying to film school. I was applying to a local film school. But the problem was, well, it wasn't really a problem. Um, 
I studied um, languages and humanities in high school, so it was like it's pretty much college in in the UK. It's the same thing. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I studied that, but instead, bear in mind this is film school, right? They didn't want any portfolio, any personal statement. All they wanted was my Portuguese exam. Yes, all they wanted was my Portuguese exam. <laughs> which I, to me just doesn't make sense in any way whatsoever um, because, yeah, you, you will probably guess why. But um, anyways, that didn't happen because I didn't have, I didn't do very well in my Portuguese exam at the time because I've had a few personal issues going on. But um, yeah, so that led to the crazy plan of let's just wing it and go to the UK and see what happens. I didn't really have a full plan didn't at all whatsoever. I ended up in Manchester redoing college <laughs> and um, just so I could have some better grades in case I wanted to go to university and there I still ended up doing a course in cinematography in Leeds. So this is where I am currently and who knows where I will end up next. Um, it has been a wild few years let me tell you that. It's, it's definitely not easy to make those decisions um, for yourself, especially when you're 18. Um, but I am so absolutely so so grateful for this entire journey. As you know, there 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 was ups and downs. There's painful parts. There's amazing like oh, the, the, you know it's all all in one pretty much. Um, but I'm so so grateful because every single thing that I've done has led me to where I am now and has led me to creating Growing To Be Me, being able to work with some incredible people, being able to live where I do, being able to, you know, hold space for you and be the person that I am today. And that absolutely just, I don't know, it baffles me. If I would have told myself three years ago that I was facilitating women's circles, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't have believed them. Um, yeah, it's it's quite bizarre what your life turns out to be when you least expect it. And, and you know, I'm only about to turn 24, so who knows what else I'm going to do with my life. Um, who knows where else I'm going to end up to. Definitely got some big plans, but who knows where it'll go. Um, but yeah, so that's um, a little bit about me. <laughs> that's um, what I've been up to over the last few years. Um... But yeah, it's 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 quite a journey, isn't it? The yeah, and there's so many cultures within me, and yeah. So now that I have told you a little bit more about my personal life, um, I will tell you some more about my spiritual journey and how I have ended up here. Oh, <laughs> so as I said, I always felt quite different um, from people. And I felt like an outsider for most of my life. I always had certain beliefs. Now, I've, I never grew up with any religious beliefs or or so. Um, nor do I really have any um, religious beliefs. So, I remember a few years ago, one of my friends, um, Georgia, actually, who was one of the first people from the UK that I met, she lent me this book called... The Celestine Prophecy. And that was the first spiritual book I'd ever read. And I remember how 
how much I thought, wow, this is exactly what, like, this is exactly what I've been feeling, because this book basically speaks about, um, energy, and, um, I highly recommend it, um, it's absolutely beautiful, Celestine Prophecy, if you want to read it, um, but I remember reading it and just feeling like a rush of, yes, <laughs> a rush of, um, yes, I believe in this, I can see it, um, and it felt amazing when I read that, and yeah, I think she, my friend Jojo was probably one of the first people who introduced me to, you know, little spiritual things here and there, I remember um, there were a few crystals in her home, and her mom introduced me to something called Reiki at the time, which I didn't know what it was at the time, um, and yeah, it was pretty much my first, like, contact with um, these types of things. So I wasn't really pursuing any of that at the time. Uh, part of me was kind of scared too. Um, so when I wasn't well, I would go to counselling instead, um, which, you know, helped to a certain extent, but it wasn't really, you know, doing what I wanted it to do because I feel like I just kind of went in with the mindset of, you know, this person's going to heal me when that wasn't the case because I was having to do the work for myself. If I don't change my mindset, you know, no one else can. Um, obviously, counselors can give you nudges in the right direction. And um, if you feel like it's working for you, you know, absolutely go for it. This is just my absolute personal opinion on what I felt um, with the several ones that I went to. Um, so this by no means makes your um, experience invalid. I hope you understand that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so I kind of continued um, just my, my usual journey without really, you know, tapping into the spirituality very much. Um, at some point I started just picking up a few crystals at this store um, in town centre. I you know, would follow a few spiritual accounts here and there, but not really, you know, much. I actually started meditation, like, three or four years ago, uh, mainly because I couldn't sleep very well at the time, so I would just l listen to a meditation to, in order to fall asleep. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much it. It wasn't, you know, anything big until just over a year ago. Um, I attended this woman's circle run by... Ella Grace Denton, and I had been following her for years, and when she said she was holding one, I, you know, I had to go, <laughs> there was no other choice for me than to go, so I did, and it was this life-changing day for me, I generally think that that was such a life-changing experience, because um, not only was I in a room with 30 women who, you know, were so vulnerably sharing their stories, but also I found friends and I saw that I wasn't crazy. That was pretty much it. I spent most of my life thinking I'm crazy for having these beliefs that there's more, that there's, you know, more to life than just working and, you know, getting a family and dying. Like, um, yeah, I just had to find this purpose, but part of me had given up um, 
at that point. And when I went to that ceremony, so many things just changed. And I just felt so uplifted, like in a way that I had never felt before. Um, so yeah, that was such a life-changing day for me. I remember it so vividly as well. Um, it's It was so, so beautiful. But so, yeah, it, <laughs> after that, um, life became very busy. So I didn't, um, yeah, it just became very busy. But around, I, I'd say, September time last year, I was actually struggling with something. I, I don't remember what, but I was struggling. And I turned to the Lunar community, which is Ella's, Ella Grace Stenson's community. And I made a post. And this um, lady named Lyneth commented on it. And um, she said, you should look for women's circles. And I said, well, I did, but I, I can't find any in my area. So I actually got in touch with her and... She was running her home in the Netherlands, and you might actually know this person. Um, she's called um, the Spiritual Femme. Uh, <laughs> so, I actually got to speak to her for quite some time via Facebook, and she was an absolute star because she, you know, she shared her whole experience with me. She shared with me what she'd been doing, how she'd be running her circles, uh, how she had been running her circles in the Netherlands, and what she would do and all these sorts of things and it was absolutely it was incredible and she was just kind of the the person that I needed um to hear from um because she just gave me that final push to just say just do it like just do it <laughs> so I ended up holding um the first woman's circle in my living room um with a few friends and I did that I think two or three times before I actually found a yoga studio in town center. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much how it started. And I feel like my spiritual journey really kicked off, you know, around the time of the the first women's circle that I attended. Um, it, it definitely kicked off then because I became, you know, an own, an, I, because I became aware in a way that I had never before, but I feel like it truly, truly, truly really kicked off when I really started to step into my own leadership role as a facilitator because it was something that I was terrified of doing, but I knew that I should be doing. Um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much how it started. That's 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 where it all began. <laughs> so as soon as I started running the circles, I felt so much more in tune with myself and more people started coming to me. You know, three months ago when lockdown started in the UK, I had to move everything online. And I've met so, so many beautiful people ever since. And I feel like the more I get to be my authentic self the way that I am, and the more work I put into her and the more attention I give her, the more I actually see people coming my way that can relate and wonderful, wonderful women that I am making amazing connections with. And I'm so beyond grateful for them. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> it's been such a crazy journey. And to think that four or five years ago, I was, you know, 
really not well and really not happy with where I was to be where I am now is such a such a blessing and I'm so so incredibly grateful for everyone that's here um and you know I'm still a woman in process and I feel like there's still so many things that I need and want to work on um but we are always in process as people we are always growing we're always learning we're always expanding and it's part of it so yeah that's <laughs> that's the message that I want to leave for you is there's never going to be a point where you've got it all together and you you, you are absolutely perfect <laughs> that doesn't exist you're always in process um right now and you will always be you're always learning there's always more to explore more to expand to so yeah that's kind of my message for today um and yeah something that I I personally feel like I have been working on and please share if you feel like it too um I have noticed how with some people I actually don't feel like I can be my authentic self. Um, so I mold myself to be a certain person um, that I am actually not 100%, if that makes sense. Um, so I deeply... Well, I, I, I had a feeling, you know, with certain people that I was doing that, but lately I've actually come to realize that... Um, I do that with certain people that I actually didn't expect I was doing that with. So my, <laughs> the work that I am, you know, currently doing is based around trying to be as authentic as I can um, to anyone around me and not just to the people that I feel like I can be 100% myself. So to shine my light um, a little bit stronger because what's the worst that can happen? You know, what, what, what is the worst that can happen? People will judge me no matter what I do. People will judge you no matter what you do. So you might as well just do it. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's pretty much... That's pretty much it. You know, and sometimes we're slightly unaware of that we're doing it. But we just kind of, we're grown up to try and please and suit everyone. So it's very hard to break that. But it's also very important that you acknowledge that and that you decide to, you know, shine your light the way it is. No matter who it is. And whoever doesn't want your light, you know, isn't worthy of it and doesn't deserve it and doesn't need it. There's so many other people who would appreciate your light and who you truly are and the messages that you have to give. So, yeah, that is my message for you. Um, wow, I can't believe I just recorded this or I am recording this. Um, it feels so crazy. And if you are, oh, there's one more thing. If you are wondering about my American accent, <laughs> because some people do, um, I actually, you know, and this is very true. So if you, if you want it, if you don't believe me, that's fine. 
But um, when I first moved to the UK, I actually had a very British accent and um, I pick up accents very easily. <sighs> um, not to brag, by the way. It's just a fact. I just pick up accents too easily. Um, and then I met my, par my partner, um, Alex, who um, is half New Zealander and half Bruneian. So he's got a very, very mixed American accent. And especially, you know, after spending three months with him every single day, I have a very American accent right now. <laughs> very American accent right now. Um, which is great. I'm kind of kind of really, you know, really enjoying it at the moment. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy it too. Um, but yeah, if any of what I said resonates with you, um, or you want to know more about anything that I mentioned, please do. Um, I have a few ideas of what I'd like to talk about. Um, but if you specifically want to hear more about a certain topic that I mentioned, please feel free to, to let me know. Um, but yeah, I am not sure what this is and what I'm going to call it, but <laughs> I'm so excited to just um, share this with you, um, share more of me with you. It, it's a, a slightly scary process um, for me, but it is something that I feel like I really want to do and I felt really inspired to do so here we are and yeah I hope you have the most wonderful day or evening wherever you are or whenever you're listening to this and I'm sending you so so much love and as I say at the end of my women's circles the goddess in me honors the goddess within you bye bye